Is there anybody out there? No. Is there anyone <laughs> alive out there? Did you ever watch the Titanic? Yes. Great movie. Uh-huh. The boat sank. Don't spoil it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, We're already recording, and now everyone knows that the Titanic sank. Economy. Economy works. And you don't care at all. About what? You spoiled the ending of the Titanic. People died. I know. Is that a spoiler, too? <laughs> that was spoiled in 1912. Well, no, because the movie came out in 1998. Oh. Did you know that? I did. I, yeah, you yeah, thought I it was so. recent. Uh, I remember back in the day whenever it was so long that it was on two cassettes. Two VCR cassettes, yeah. Video cassettes. Yeah. Yeah. You remember those? I do. And remember where you could rent them from uh, Best Buy? I don't remember that. I remember Blockbuster and That's Hollywood what I meant. Video. Blockbuster. They similar uh, logos. Uh, Blockbuster, yeah. Uh, and then if you could also like tape over. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Uh, no, I, but I have. We had received um, video copies of things that were taped Porn. over. No, it was just like random videos of stuff, and we were like, "Oh." That's not the movie we rented. Did you guys make a mistake? What what movie is this? This is not Twister. <gasps> That's a good movie, too. I a have classic. not watched it. I will not watch it. I should watch it. It's again. a weather disaster. Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't like weather uh -huh. disasters. It's super corny now. Uh, it makes no sense. Uh, I live for it. That was a movie that I definitely... Uh, that definitely scarred me in my childhood, made me very afraid of tornadoes. It, to this day, still afraid of them. Yeah. Because why not? I would like to talk more about the Titanic CGI. Because oh, yeah, sorry. at the time, the CGI for the Titanic was like top notch. And the boat sailing through the water looks like it was made on a PlayStation 2. Mm -hmm. It's just like squares on the side of a thing. Glug, 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 glug. And they were like, this is, oh my this god, is very... look, at that, look at that boat, it's so big, it's, it's just amazing. Very fake water. Yeah, but apparently the water was very cold, because I remember seeing like a magazine article. Uh, People, you just pee in it. But it was very blue. It was a pool. But they were like, they made it cold on purpose, so that the actors were like, oh. white, white, pale white skin and, and little lips. That's my it aesthetic. Made, made their act, yeah, well, I mean, that's what you look like all the time. Uh, well, the... not the thin lips part. I didn't say thin lips. I said blue lips. Well, that's lipstick. <laughs> that was... <laughs> thin lips Don't was you your own... project onto me. <laughs> that was your own projecting. <laughs> what are you talking about? Thin lips? <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Ugh. You smell like ants. <laughs> I still don't have oh com commercials is that the right one yep um <laughs> yes classic uh yeah Titanic was a classic you're absolutely right really I'm absolutely was. right no <sighs> these uh white claw surges are not the, not the best they are something for sure I say I'd say if um if they were to come in a pack of one flavor, it would all have to be blackberry. Otherwise, no one would buy it. I don't mind the blood orange. The cranberry? No. no. The lime I didn't try. It's yes, I did. Didn't I try it? Oh, it doesn't matter. I don't want to try it. I don't really like lime anyways. 
It's definitely <clears throat> Lime Rita. Yeah. No. Vodka or tequila? <laughs> vodka. Tequila. <laughs> no vodka. Mm. No tequila. Mm-hmm. Evil Jada. Evil Jada Essence Hall be like. Jada Essence Hall Oween. Is that what her name on Twitter is now? Yeah. She She's a queen for the people. She really, truly is. I don't remember her being... I mean, I know she was funny on the show, but Mm. I don't remember her being that funny. I don't know. She, like, I guess she's just one of those people that, like, over time when she she can take a certain joke and make it just very... I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but... Like, the look over there, yeah, that was hilarious. Mm -hmm. But that was just, like, a... Off a one thing, yeah, a one off. But now she's on Twitter posting pictures of her on her just stupid forehead. There are big other people. The one with the wig where it's like pulled way back and she looks dead inside, and she's like "Mm," with a terrible smile. She's like posting it on RuPaul's face. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Also, did you see Trixie's uh, tiny face uh, makeup look? That is the stuff of nightmare. I want to look like that. <laughs> That's what you do look like. Thin lips. <laughs> I don't have thin lips, and my eyes are not wide set. Those eyes look like Jackie Kennedy. They were oh. all the way on the other side of her face. Oh, my God. I love Jackie Kennedy, but her eyes were very far apart. <laughs> I don't understand how your eyes can be that far apart. <laughs> There's nothing in the middle. Ooh. Or too much. Does <laughs> that mean her nose was too big? No, she's just, just a that... space between. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some people with eyes that are very close together, and I'm like, yeah, no, they need why? to be. They need to be equal. <laughs> they, they need to be like like similar space. See, like... I feel like my eyes are pretty close together. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No follow up to that. <laughs> I mean, they're not abnormally close together. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I've seen people with abnormally close eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But mine are close together. Yours are also close together. But I feel like we have very thin faces. Oh, you called me skinny for the first time. I didn't time at say all. skinny. <laughs> I chose narrow, the word I mean. that I did. Narrow is what I meant. Narrow I chose faces. the word that I did on purpose. <laughs> narrow, but chubby. <laughs> You have a very narrowly round face. <laughs> have you ever heard the term skinny fat? <laughs> That's welcome That's to the gay face. culture. Your face only, because the rest of your body, big. <laughs> Once again, just grotesquely just. <laughs> you remember when you were that big bird? <laughs> that big bird in Dungeons and Dragons. We still haven't finished that campaign. <laughs> But that's even... It's never going to finish. It's never going to finish. <laughs> Nobody's coming back to it. <laughs> no. Nobody. Because I feel like... Nobody appreciated the comedy that it's bringing I, I don't know. It. I think they did. And I think that's what's even more funny about it. Because your character lived on even whenever you weren't there. She did plenty. Trying to fuck everybody. She still did. Yes. <laughs> Somehow, Savannah also was trying to uh, fuck Lauren's character. And... Uh, Nick was like, you got to roll a D20 out of it. Because Savannah rolled a D20 to have sex with Lauren. Uh, <laughs> and Nick was like, you got to roll a D20 to get out of that. And somehow Lauren did. Miracle for her. But, yeah. Why was she so opposed to it? She was just, like, not having any fun. Because she was like, that's not what my character is. 
That's not who my character was. Because apparently the first time they played Dungeons & Dragons uh, campaign, that's what her character was. A slutty, um, just rogue that didn't give a shit. And then she wanted to be the smart one this time. And she clearly wasn't. Obsessed with a tree. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Still was. Till the end. Gallup polls show that <laughs> Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. <gasps> decade. You said it wrong. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. Woof. According to a study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Make mm. bones has a solution. <laughs> CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. Baked Bones is LGBTQ-owned and operated and based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Baked Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Baked Bones. We ended on the same note. It's the first time in a while that we've actually, like, (laughs) tried. (laughs) Tried. Harmonized. Decided to commit to life. (laughs) Did not choose violence. Today was a Bones Day for sure. A Bones Day. A Bones Day. I don't know. I I actually don't know if it was a Bones Day or not. Let me find out. What's the name? Coconut? (laughs) Boodle Doot? No, it's noodles. Noodles. Does noodles have bones? Let's find out. Today was a Bones Day. I felt it. Told you. Today was absolutely Bones Day. Wow. Yesterday was no Bones Day. What kind of dog is it? It's a pug. It's a 13-year-old pug named Noodles. I don't really care for pugs. Me neither. I'm going to say something that's very um, brave. I don't really care for pugs. I love all dogs equally. Ten minutes prior. I don't care for pugs. What is this dog? Is that a dog or a rug? (laughs) Um... Yeah, I the kind of dog that I think is ab- absolutely overrated and actually not great. Actually, two dogs. Shibus. Uh, no, I love Shiba Inus. Okay. <clears throat> Can I say the dogs now? <laughs> no, we're oh. moving on. <laughs> Next topic. Um, uh, French bulldogs. Uh, no, French. Yeah, Frenchies. French bulldogs. Uh, I think that they are extremely overrated and for some reason they run rampant in the gay community i don't know what it is about the gays but they absolutely love frenchie wasn't that um legally blonde's dog no she had a chihuahua oh i don't like the dogs with the smushed faces this is a frenchie all the dogs with smushed faces bulldogs all of them every single dog because i feel bad for them because it doesn't feel like they can breathe yes that's it factuality but frenchies uh were already bred to like not be real dogs and then continued 
to be interbred a lot and so they have a lot of health problems uh like breathing um and they die so frenchies like frenchies aren't great uh second one corgis I think corgis oh, are like way those. overrated they're very cute dogs way overrated they also have a lot of health problems so get yourself so, a mutt they're short they're, yeah their legs yeah their legs give out legs and back i mean i mine do too my back is literally thrown out right now so why not and not in a fun way Interesting. <laughs> I was just like working out today because it had already been sore yesterday. Um, I was working out today and we're just doing like little like Russian kettlebell swings. And I like bent over and I was like, mm, That's not supposed to do that. I did not feel like the mood. <laughs> There's a bone back there that doesn't, that doesn't bone. It's sticking out of my back right now. Uh, it was not the sensation that I was expecting, you know? So uh, then I continue the workout, and I'm like, yeah, this is not getting any better. So I sit in my car, and I'm like, vroom, 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 go, go back home to, to shower a little bit. And as I'm getting out of the car, I'm like, oh. So it was uh, yeah. definitely a moment. I fell asleep on the couch the other day, um, and then I woke up, and my neck was throbbing. Was it like a like nighttime or like a nap time? A nighttime. A nighttime, okay. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm. And then I woke up, and I did this, and I was like, so basically, we're old, is what you're saying. Well, you are, because I'm better now. I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm better now, so I'm not old anymore. Well, just normal pain. But also, I love that we just, like, because <laughs> I had the same discussion with uh, some running friends as well. And they were, like, uh, for some reason, all of us had, like, either a crick in our neck or, they're not like. friends. They're enemies if they're running away from you. Actually, they're indifferent. Hmm. That is a valid point. But then again. Nobody really likes me, so it's okay. Well, it's probably the smell, I can tell you that. You already told me I smell like asparagus. It's a lovely smell. <laughs> Floral and herbaceous. They are flowers. That's why They I are said nature's that. flowers. <laughs> nature's pea perfume. Pea perfume. Oh, could you imagine if... So- no, I can't. Yeah, don't finish that thought. Because I know where you're going, and you're just... If people smelled the way that your pee smells after you eat asparagus, <laughs> is that where you thought I was going? <laughs> surprisingly worse. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it was worse. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's that was my thought. That was the direction that I was going. Not great. It's very brave of you. I just want to come out and say, it's very brave of me to smell this to bad. <laughs> You were saying you're um, running in different people. Oh yeah, just that we were we all had uh, different like neck or back injuries or shoulder injuries all at the same time, and I mean we're we all range from twenty six to thirty four. Who's twenty six? <clears throat> Taylor. I think he, what twenty seven? No, he's not. I think he, he acts like he's like forty seven. He's always acted like that. The first time I found out that because I think I was like twenty seven and I found out that he had just turned twenty five, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Stop being the way you are. You are two years younger than me, and you act like you're a forty-year-old man. Why are you like this? Like, what? What did you do with like young Taylor? Who is young Taylor? Doesn't exist. The limit does not exist. Yeah, he's younger than us. It's wild. Well, I feel younger. So, what have you been doing? Yoga. What's dyeing my hair? 
Various shades of lavender. Uh-huh. Um, I've also started an incense brand. Uh, essential oils. Is no. it a pyramid scheme? Can I buy into it? Yes. Okay, excellent. Um, I posted about that dog and some woman, um, the two people, three people have commented. One of them was like, you should go check if the chip works and see. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, we knew what to do that, but that's very helpful. The other two were like, I'll take them. That's not what we <laughs> that's said. Not what this, that's not what this post is about. <laughs> I'm trying to find the original owner. And if you are not the original owner, don't say things to me. And so I, I looked at the profile on one of them. They were like, uh, such a, I'm a mom. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, uh, I started this brand. And I was like, well, I, got a limit. I wonder what it is. <laughs> so I got to click and kind of see. <laughs> Multi-level marketing. No. <laughs> and I was like, you didn't start a brand. <laughs> you are literally just buying from people. You're buying things and then selling. You're selling the world's finest chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> oh no Raina told me the other day she was like uh, our class is number one in the sales of the chocolate bars and I was like oh cool we haven't sold any of them <laughs> and we won't <laughs> no chocolates for you <laughs> what did if I want to buy a cool uh, a we did Little Caesars when we were younger that one was pretty lit you bought the like a were ever cool and I hated <clears throat> them all we sold cookie dough we did that too and I never sold any of it. Um, I sold, I sold cookie dough. Yeah, I think we'd buy like one. Yeah, like just the very base level that was like, like you did it. Uh, no, we did uh, Little Caesars. That was extremely popular at our our school. They're like dried pizza crusts, and then like you get all the ingredients from Little Caesars, and you make your own pizzas. You could absolutely just buy all the stuff at the store for much cheaper, but uh, it was cute. You got a little Little Caesars box. Oh, you get the box, too? Yeah. It was like a cute little box that they had done. Wow. Yeah. You should recommend that. Be like, can you do something that's not chocolate? Something more exciting for people. Carbs. Carbs. People love pizza. People love carbs. Bitches love pizza. I'm going to bring in <clears throat> uh, canisters of refrigerated Pillsbury dough. Mm. Sell those. Mm. Mm-hmm. Butter tasting. Mm-hmm. Butter tasting. I hate that that version of the Pillsbury canisters butter tasting i can't stand the way that butter tasting sounds butter tasting i don't know what you're talking about refrigerated biscuits i don't buy those you make your own biscuits no Sometimes. you don't have biscuits bitch. no i don't ever eat biscuits actually <laughs> um but speaking of i am planning on starting my own sourdough starter <gasps> i'm gonna learn how to ma- i'm gonna make bread bitches i'm gonna get bread i'm gonna make bread <laughs> Better word choice. Do both. <laughs> Live your life. Just please, just break your back again. Do it again. <laughs> Maybe you'll be a little less stressed in this world. That's so brave of you. <laughs> to so smell like asparagus. Your house is gonna smell like bread. So bread and asparagus. Bread is a nice smell, mm-hmm. but you're gonna leave out water, sugar in the air, and just try to capture the yeast. You put sugar. Yeah. What do you think the yeast eats? The water? Bread. <laughs> I'm going to put bread in a jar and soak it and hope for some yeast. The yeast is going to eat bread. What if I told you no? How about that? I just take a piece of white bread, dunk it in some water, and be like, eat. 
<laughs> and then you put the full loaf of bread, wet bread, in the mixer, add more flour, and then bake it. Is that not how you make bread? That's how you make disgusting crackers. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Hear me out. Yes. <laughs> Is that going to be your um, rapper name? Yes. Disgusting crackers. Disgusting cracker. <laughs> Pew! Pew! Combo. <laughs> Should we take this? Yes. To disgusting cracker. <laughs> What's your first song going to be? Um, I'm from Houston. No. That's it. No? Okay. Autumn's my favorite season. <laughs> Falls back, bitches. But see, that could be a double entendre. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta do a, a play on words kind of thing, a pun, if you will. Gotta be punny. <clears throat> Why does my voice sound like that? Am I dying? I don't, I it's all the alcoholism. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm just gonna move on. Okay. <laughs> Is it my turn to go first? Yeah, you can. Or you? Yeah. This is not touchscreen. So mine is a very, uh... Oh, it's nine pages? How did I get... Oh, that's why. How did I copy that? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You ruined your all notes. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about something that's very loose. Never mind. Chris, you're my topic. (laughs) Anyway, so... Damn. Uh, have you ever heard of the back rooms? Like at the Eagle? No, the back rooms. Back rolls. Back rooms? Back? <laughs> at the end, you'll be like, back rooms? Ooh. Yikes. So, the back rooms is a uh, internet... Um, it, it, it's sort of like a creepypasta, but it isn't. It's an internet alternate reality that people talk about and create levels for. So, okay, so the official Backrooms Wikipedia page uh, has this um, intro. Welcome, traveler. We assume you're an average person that, due to some unfortunate circumstances, has glitched. More specifically, no-clipped. They call it no-clipping when you enter the backrooms. Out of reality and appeared in a bizarre new world. We'd like to inform you that you are in the backrooms. Many other people just like you are stuck in this dimension. Don't panic. You're in the right place to get answers. Firstly, you should always try to get some company on your side. There are reports of entities in this place. Travelers who arrive here prefer to organize the different areas into separate levels, depending on their characteristics. Each level, seemingly randomly generated, differs so greatly that it becomes necessary to use as a guide. Wait, this is on Reddit? It's all over the internet. Chan, Reddit, Wiki. Okay. Uh, Many travelers like you have ended up in level 0, 1, and 2, and reportedly even level 3 or higher. This wiki can help you through your travels in the back rooms, and perhaps with each discovery, you can provide information for everyone else to make their journey a little bit easier here. So, what are the back rooms? The back rooms are a labyrinth of randomly selected and segmented rooms and halls, uh, the first known, well-known level of the backrooms consists of three district, distinct characteristics. Loud buzzing fluorescent lights, yellow stained walls, and aging beige carpets. Is this described or visual? There are pictures of the backrooms. <clears throat> okay. But it's more of like a, like a um, crowdsource 
creepy pasta. Like everyone adds to the back rooms because it's supposedly an alternate dimension that some people are stuck in. And sometimes you, so no, there's a lot of stuff, but essentially no clipping is a glitch. So, you know, in a, in a video game, you know, you're like running against a wall and all of a sudden you go through the wall mm -hmm. and you Suddenly you're fall under the off entire the map level and you're just falling and falling and falling and falling and falling. Mm -hmm. That's essentially what it is. But in real life, people believe that you can no clip in real life into the back rooms. When you no clip in real life, when you open a door that doesn't look like it's supposed to be there. You know like, a movie about this? Is there? Well, not about that, but very similar to that. I don't remember what... It has Matt Damon in it. The Matrix. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, it's a, a like... he. It, it's like certain doors like that you open at certain times are like actually like... Yeah, that's the lake house with Sandra Bullock. No. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop it? <laughs> no, it's Speed Sandy. with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Any Sandra Bullock film. <laughs> What's the one that she's married to Ryan Reynolds? The no, Titanic. No. <laughs> With Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is in every movie. She is. Um, no, it, I don't remember what the name of it is, but like you basically open a door and then you end up in a like another reality. And then he discovers this reality and then he gets hunted for it because he knows about it now. Uh, and then he... It's a, it's crazy. Um, but also, I think there's another movie out there that is also similar to this idea. Adjustment Bureau? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's it. I've never seen it, and I won't. Uh, it's not very good. Um, does it have Sandra Bullock? No, just Matt Damon. Um, yeah, no, say Emily Blunt. Uh, that's close. Emily How Blunt is, Emily is very Blunt close, close to, to... Brunette. Great actress. <laughs> there was something that I was watching. Um, when I was watching it on Tuesday, and the character goes, "There's a million similarities." Uh, we were drunk, and we were at a bar. That was it. The millions. <laughs> uh, I agree. Anyways, <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, people find themselves in in the back room. Yes. And uh, I guess you would like to see a picture, wouldn't you? I would actually. If you have, do you have a photo? I can just look them up because there's very well known photos that some people have taken. Um, but it's just really of these yeah. alternate realities mm -hmm. because they're stuck there. But you can get cell service, and there is electricity, so people do charge their phones there. And there's Wi-Fi. Do they also have their phone chargers? Uh, sometimes I guess. <laughs> it, it, I'll get there. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued. So the first level is level zero. Okay. And it is essentially like the back room of a um, shopping center, shopping district. It generally looks like this. So kind of just like an empty office. Yes. <clears throat> Where the... Um, hallways and rooms are all never ending mm -hmm. they don't end you can go for one direction linear and you'll never find an end so how do you get out of it so they say you don't 
So that we people just disappear, and that's where they just end up. Mm-hmm. Did you, have you ever heard of string theory? Is that where it's like people when they uh, there's like a string on them, and everything that they're connected to, they no. follow their string. No, um, but that's also a theory too. But the, no, string theory is like a physics physics theory, like an actual physics theory that everything like below subatomic level is like strings of energy. They're just like little like rubber bands of energy and that supposedly when you do like when certain like strings of energy align you're able to like do absurd things um and this is like a legit like scientific theory that's out there uh and so it like there's a theory that if you walk into a wall um so many times kind of like what you're talking about that you can end up going through the wall yeah like, cause if, no if, clipping. if you're, if you, well, you don't end up in this place, you like, will go through the wall to the next side of the wall. But like, this is like, if your energies of strings just happen to the strings of energy in your body, just happen to align with the strings of energy in the wall, you can pass by each other perfectly like even. So that's their theory that like they're the subatomic particles of are like strings of energy, essentially. It's oh. it's weird. Well, I talked about this in in my uh, physics class when I was in college, and it was it just blew my mind. Uh, really crazy. Physics is weird. <laughs> anyway, sorry, but I'm trying to to associate with with this idea that it actually is not that far out there because this is actually a well, I mean, scientific a, theory. Somebody probably made the estimation or or went a little further than that mm-hmm. and said let me make something fun out of it yeah turn into a, like a matrix situation and end up in a different reality did you know that the people that wrote the matrix say that the matrix movies are an allegory for being transgender how did i hear <laughs> a what in the background <laughs> I did. that or other dog barking <laughs> i don't know i don't know I, I i heard it on one of the videos that i watched but it it's so i mean it's like being born into the wrong body being cutting yourself off from a gender norm the the, the I, let me find something that the directors actually say cuz they say it verbatim matrix I'm, i mean i i if they uh, i don't know i don't know that i see that but then again i i mean i don't know like the experience of being trans. Um, so they're both, the directors are both trans. Mm-hmm. I did know that. Uh, when you're an egg, you're safely closed off by your shell, unable to see the wider world. It's kind of being in a sensory deprivation tank. Everything is muffled and the world is hazy and the translucent through the walls. Eggs hatch though. And the hatching process is messy and complicated. It leaves behind something new and beautiful, but it can, dip, but getting there can take days or years. Um, and what will crack the shell isn't always predictable. Um, the matrix perfectly captures the experience of being a closeted trans person. And then they go into the matrix and they feel themselves. Um, I don't think I've read enough about it to say my entirety of here of what I think about this, but the directors, the Wachowskis, say that the Matrix is a trans metaphor. Hmm. Okay. I mean, if that's what they say, then I believe them. Yeah. I don't know enough about, like I said, I don't know enough about the trans experience from, like, because I, I don't experience that to know 
if that's true. I'll read about it and we'll talk about it next time. Okay. We'll talk about gay stuff. <gasps> talk about it on the podcast. On the pod on tomorrow. On a podcast. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. talks about gay, gay stuff. stuff. But it's really LGBTQ plus stuff. But it's not as catchy. I know. So. Los GBs stuff. Los GBs. <laughs> Los GBs. Los GBs. Yes. <laughs> so, you've seen level zero now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, aging beige carpets. Currently, there are three generally recognized levels, with further levels being unconfirmed. But the three levels uh, are canon. Levels zero, one, two. Like up and down? Or like this is like a video game where you get... You progress. You beat a boss and you progress. You progress by f- more of like a puzzle. Okay. You find your way out up. How do they know this if if no one escapes? You they have cell service. Oh, so the people that are in there can tell us what it's all about. Do you think these people just took acid while reading this? Ketamine. 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 So um, each level has its own unique set of familiar characteristics, including the aforementioned trait. Uh, each level contains a variety of different objects. Some of them include random items ranging from furniture to tools to weapons, etc. Some of the uh, <clears throat> items located within the back rooms can be very helpful and sometimes can be the difference between light, life and death. The back rooms are generally considered to warp the wanderer's minds to what they think is the most monotonous while still retaining its core elements. So the back rooms are different for everyone. Because it takes your psyche into uh, into play and thinking, what is the most monotonous? What do you think is like, where would you hate to be the most? Hmm. So for some people, it's hospital waiting rooms. And you go through a door and it's another one. And you go through a door, it's another one. You go the through the door. The line at the DMV. There you go. <laughs> now I'm trying to think, what, what would be your most monotonous situation? I'm trying to think of something that, like, just gives me hold music. And being told by, like, a customer service rep that comes on, like, oh, like, I'm waiting. Like, I, I'm okay with, like, waiting to be connected with someone. I can deal with that. Um, but when I've been connected with someone and they're trying to connect me to someone else and they keep coming on and they keep telling me, like, oh, it'll just be a few more minutes. And then it takes forever. Only just – I'm thinking that just recently because I had to deal with AT&T and that was a whole disaster. Monday morning at 8 a.m., they were like, we'll be there. 8 a.m., Monday. First day of the week. They don't work. Well, I don't know that they don't work on Sundays, but they... They probably do. They probably do. But um, they made it seem like they did not. Uh, so they were like... Because I called them on Thursday of last week whenever I got... It was getting into my new apartment to try and set up for a Friday. They're like, oh, our earliest is Monday. I was like, whatever. Fine. Um, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, got to be 10.30. I waited there all morning. Didn't get an answer. 10.30, I called him, like, what's going on? Uh, and someone told me, he's like, oh, uh, looks like it's been, re- like, pushed back and rescheduled for, like, 12 to 2. So, like, I have an appointment at 11.30. I'll be there at 1.30, probably. Like, I'll be there whenever. Uh, so then 2.30 came, 3 o'clock came around. No one had showed up. And I'm like, you motherfucker. So I called someone, and I literally was like, let's get this going. And so they were like, the guy just kept on telling me over and over again, I, like, I understand exactly what you're saying, but uh, I'm just telling you that the, the technician's running late. And I'm like, he cannot be seven hours late. Like, <laughs> it's just not, 
a possibility. And as soon as I hung up with him, suddenly the technician called me like five minutes later and was like, oh, hey, I'm on my way to your house. Like, yeah, you better fucking connect me to it. Because they were like, we can reschedule you, but our earliest uh, reschedule is for Wednesday. It's like, if you rescheduled me for Wednesday, uh, because it was just a transfer of service. If you rescheduled me for Wednesday, uh, you will owe me five days of some sort of money back because I pay you $75 a month for this. So let's figure this out. Uh, I was, I went Karen on them. <laughs> Let me talk to your manager. I didn't ask for a manager. I did also apologize to the people that I was speaking to because I didn't yell at them, but I was not happy. Uh, and I, I used Thomas's line because Thomas's words ring in my head. That let's how do work, we get to, yes. how do we work together to get like, to get this solved? Like, <laughs> Like, I, I need this to happen, and I would like to work together to get this solved. Uh, and so I, I, I apologize to the technicians because I was like, I have worked in a call center, and I want you to know that I'm not upset with you. I'm upset with the situation, and I'm trying to work this out with us. And so, like, how do we come to a solution together? Uh, and they were like, they were always like, oh, I know you're not yelling at me. And I'm like, so that means you guys get yelled at all the time. <laughs> like, uh, uh, and oh. they do because I worked oh, on the call absolutely. center. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Not relevant at all. But I don't even remember what I was talking monot- about. We were talking about monotonous. <laughs> we were talking about monotonous things. I and- would just say waiting room. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you want to interrupt my story too because it's. Very convoluted. I'm just no going to interrupt your story to, t- to talk about how much I love white nail polish. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Many consider it one thing while others consider it another. Of course, we said that. Uh, the levels also continue. Uh, it contain various different creatures which can either attack you or not pay any attention to you. Their behavior is seemingly random as the back rooms themselves. The existence of monsters is somewhat backed up by the fact that reportedly no one has officially ever made it out of the back rooms. But has anyone taken pictures of these monsters? Mm, they've drawn them. How the fuck do you draw them? And then upload the picture of the drawing. Motherfucker. Um, no. Unfortunately, most people who encounter these entities only get to post occasional eerie images or a story uh, before their accounts go dark. So, now we've learned about what the back rooms are. Let's talk about the levels. Mm. Let's go to level zero. Level zero. Level zero. So, it's uh, referred to as the lobby. Okay. The waiting room. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh Uh-huh. Level zero is a non-linear space resembling the back... Oh, stop. Uh, non-linear space resembling the back of rooms of a retail outlet all rooms in level zero appear uniform and share superficial features such as yellowed wallpaper damp carpet and inconsistently placed fluorescent lighting however no two rooms within level zero are identical the installed lighting flickers inconsistently and hums at a constant frequency the buzzing notably louder than and more obtrusive than ordinary for less fluorescent light humming then am, am examination of the fi- fixtures to determine the source has thus been thus far been inconclusive. Secondly, um, there is a substance saturated in carpet that cannot consistently be identified. So the carpet's wet. Ew. But it's not water. Ew. And it's not potable. Yeah. Ooh, but does it like smell like anything? Does it stain? It's like nobody's reported that. Uh, it's just damp carpet. Ew. 
It's just not like it's actually not abnormal for like office carpet. Uh, have you wet. ever like felt like office carpet and it's just like gross? Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I mean, it's typically because they didn't do any like prep to like a concrete floor, and so it's just, it just moisture. It's just moisture coming into the floor from the concrete, and it's just like, well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, linear space in level zero is altered drastically. It's poss- It is possible to walk in a straight line and return to the starting point. And end up in a different, completely, completely different set of rooms than the ones you previously passed through. Due to this, the visual visual similarity between each room, consistent navigation has proven extremely difficult. Um, devices such as GPS and compasses don't work, um, and radio communication and are audibly distorted and often unreliable. So you don't get any kind of outside information besides your internet. Um, there are some colonies and outposts in level zero. Where they find other people or find where other people have been? Other people that like. have decided to stay in level zero instead of trying to find a way out of it. Mm. Um, but there's no food. How are they eating? No, they do have food. So they, at this level, it is important for you to have brought something, hopefully brought something into it. Um, How do you know that you're going to find this you level? Don't. Exactly. But there are some, for some reason, the people that are there, some of them do have supplies and some of them don't. Uh, it's more common in the next level for you to find things. So people may have no clipped into level one and then no clipped back to level zero. It's not. I mean, there's and not that Do much you no clip back to level zero by just running into another wall or Going just. Going back the way you came. Mm. so you have to remember exactly where you came through Mm -hmm. so level one is uh where is it Hmm. i set up all these web pages and they're not working (laughs) they're like let me load for seven hours just like my whole music the habitable zone Mm. so the habitable zone is I don't want to watch a YouTube video. Do it. (laughs) Level one is the second level. um, Is a massive warehouse. With concrete floors and walls, exposed rebar, and uh, dim fluorescent lights placed on the walls in a low-hanging fog with no discernible source. The fog often coalesces into condensation, forming puddles on the floor in inconsistent areas. So this is where some people get their water. Um, The fog often, unlike level zero, this level possesses a consistent supply of water and electricity, which also allows indefinite habitation by wanderers, providing that appropriate precautions are taken. It's also far more expansive, and it has staircases, elevators, and isolated rooms, as well as hallways. But I'm... you can just live your life on water, but without food, you'll die in a There's week. Food here. Oh, okay. The fluorescent lights at any time can flicker on and off for minutes or even hours. When this occurs, hostile entities appear. Mm. These entities rarely attack on groups uh, in groups and tend to avoid light. If the lights turn off, it is strongly advised to try and navigate your steps. Try to avoid any strange noises and then find a room. Make sure to bring a light source with you. 
Crates of supplies often appear and disappear randomly without the le- uh, within the level, often containing a mixture of vital vitamins. 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 Vital vitamins is vitamins. Vital vitamins, <laughs> vitamins. <laughs> vital items such as food, almond water. Almond water is very prevalent through the entirety of the back rooms. Um, like water that's been soaked in almonds? Or almonds that have been soaked in water? That's just almond no, milk. No, water. Almonds. Almond water. But not milk. Water. They don't squeeze them. You just have to soak them. Uh, uh, did you know you can make your own almond milk? I learned that recently. I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> Uh, batteries, tarps, <laughs> weapons, clothing, medical supplies, also nonsensical objects such as car parts, crayons, used syringes, partially burned paper, live mice, mites in catatonic, catatonic states um, that have been injected with unknown substances, shoelaces, loose chains, bundles of human hair. I've seen a lot of uh, catatonic mice. I worked on a lot of mice when I was younger. I've seen a lot of bundles of human hair. Uh, I think mine is more normal for a job. <laughs> Why have you Mine just... too. Were you a hairstylist? I worked in the beauty industry. And people Did would just you bring in bags of their <laughs> tracks and say, hey, do you know how to sew these in? And I'd say, honey, no, no you got to go somewhere else. You got to go. This is this is Mac. Go away. Yeah. Bobby Brown, I'm sorry. Fucking stupid shit. <laughs> I work for Sephora. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know you, you work for me. <laughs> I worked for Bobby Brown. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> I'm not making fun of me. <laughs> well, I said I'm not. You don't know anything about the industry. <laughs> the industry. You don't. <laughs> I was part of the industry. <laughs> now anyway. I'm making fun well it doesn't matter because you're big you can't come back with that i did in addition crude paintings and drawings with often no apparent origin or meaning appear on the walls and floors they are known to change in appearance and disappear when not in direct line of sight when unlit the light fixtures within level one are prone to flicker and fail at inconsistent intervals when this occurs supplies are liable to vanish inexplicably and hostile entities may appear unexpectedly these entities rarely attack. Oh my god, I already read that, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this also serves as the entrance to the hub. The hub. Mm-hmm. So is that level hu- two? No, the hub is a secret level. Okay. Within the back rooms that can be used to access other levels. Why are people searching for this? What do you mean, why? But why would you want to be stuck here? I don't know. Is this Squid Game? Do you get a prize? No, you get you do get, you just get stuck there, and then you have to try to find your way out, or you just live there. Why is that fun? It's not. It's not meant to be fun. Then why are people looking for it? Nobody's looking for it. It happens if you get stuck, and people are posting about it online to try to help you to navigate through it. It's an alternate dimension that you get stuck in. Oh boy. Nobody has gotten out of the back rooms. Watch, tomorrow I'm going to wake up in this dimension and be like, oh, fuck. Well, it's your fault for running into a wall. <laughs> and I have learned nothing tonight. <laughs> so, the hub, also called the Crossroads, is a, uh, it's a concrete tunnel of unknown length with doors that access certain levels of the back rooms. 
It can be used as a teleportation hub by the people of the backrooms and is one of the most popular non-main nine levels for that reason. So it's non-canonical um, or canonical? Canonical. Canonical. Uh, it's something that people will like. Alternate dimension, there's the center point where you can go into all rooms of the backrooms. Because the backrooms initially is only... Eight levels, including zero, so nine levels. But uh, people have written up to nine hundred levels. Okay, so most canonical back rooms uh, say zero to eight. Yes, but then others say that there's nine hundred. Yes, some people are just too bored. No, <laughs> um, there's eighteen colonies in uh, the l- level one. The it sort of looks like a parking garage. Okay. I mean, from what you described, it sounded like a parking garage. Yeah. Or like a... No, yeah, parking garage. Best, best way to describe it. Without any light. Backrooms level one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, keep going here. So, um, level two. Hmm. Level two is called the Pipes. Um, It is a long, dim concrete maintenance hallway with steam pipes lining the the walls and the ceilings. So it's a linear hallway Mm -hmm. with pipes on the side. Doors are rarely found, housing metal shelves and ventilation ducts. The pipes cause heat in level two to reach immense temperatures, reportedly reaching 200 Fahrenheit and higher. Uh, that usually will boil the wanderer alive. Mm-hmm. Level two is far more dangerous than level one due to the hazards above and sheer number of entities inhabiting the level. If you come into contact with a creature in this level, it is advised that you should run immediately as they are incredibly hostile and will kill off most victims. This level is claustrophobic due to the concrete walls being tight. Due to the dangerous entities and risks, little is known about this level. People go there and they die. Basically. Hmm. Basically. And then level three is... Why does this keep doing this? 200. That's fucking hot. Mm -hmm. The electrical station. Electrical station is the fourth level. Uh, Consists of an extensive set of thin tunnels and maintenance hallways... There are countless random segmented rooms in which form, uh, which form in no particular pattern. Loud noises of machinery are often heard in the areas of this level. The hallways are very narrow and enclosed, some even requiring wanderers to bend, hunch, crawl, or even walk sideways. What is this? So it's like a bunch of back rooms and uh, and hallways. I mean, they're all back rooms. Ba- back rooms, sorry. M- like side rooms where like. I mean, they're all, like, behind-the-scenes locations yeah. to n- normal everyday That's things. the point of being called backrooms. Mm-hmm. Backrooms? Uh, pipes line the walls and the ceilings of level 3, which make it easy to distinguish from previous levels. The rooms and tunnels in level 3 are smaller and more claustrophobic than the other lower levels. This level is dangerous and home to a good amount of entities as well. So, I mean, it's essentially like you're going further and further 
into a building mm-hmm. so you're in like the office space then you're in the parking garage then you're in like this the hallway and then you're in where all the components are mm-hmm. um and then then you end up in the middle of the wall no <laughs> then you end up in the office oh yeah so the office oh my god jesus bastard. just a big uh compartment area <laughs> airport hangar no it's literal office space so it's like an empty office office building so pillars in a big open space Mm -hmm. and you just keep going It, it it it's almost completely devoid of furniture and some of the rooms in the level have windows although most of them have been completely blacked out any window that have not been blacked out are considered traps and should be avoided at all costs so don't go near the window. Don't ever go near a window, ever. Um, thanks to level four, having very low amounts of entities, some claim to have seen smilers, but no evidence exists of them residing on this level. Because of the lack of creatures here, there is a larger amount of people on level four. A smiler is essentially... Um, what is the cat's name from Alice in Wonderland? Uh, Mad Cat? No. It's not that. That's the Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter, you're right. Um, but essentially, two big eyes and a giant a grin, super huge grin. Yeah, and that's just a creature. Uh huh. Okay, but attacks. Mm. Water coolers, vending machines, and fountains containing almond water can be scattered throughout this level. Uh, it's very easy to escape from and also to return to. The only entity that is very dangerous in the level are living statues, which have a 0.5% chance to appear in the darker areas. Living statues are living statues. They're statues that come alive and then kill you. Mm -hmm. Level 4 is the best place to meet other people and find supplies before attempting to move on to later levels. One should stock up on almond water. Uh, It is integral for survival, especially on levels 5 and levels 6. Level five is the sixth level. What? (laughs) Well, because they started zero. Yes, I know. (laughs) It's just the way you said it. It's like, it's the sixth level. Oh, okay. Is the lobby. Level five is an infinite hotel complex Mm. with many rooms and halls. The level itself can seem to have been built in the 1930s with furniture dating back to the 20s. There are three main areas in level five. The main hall, the Beverly room, and the boiler room. And I am trying to live in the Beverly the room. The Beverly room. The girls room. room. The girls I like room. eggs. In the boys room because the girls room got flooded. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I do remember that one. Uh, the main hub of this area is the Beverly Room, often referred to as the Eternal Ballroom. The Gargantuan Room has two doors on the west wall and two doors on the east wall, each leading to different areas in either the hotel or the boiler. It also contains a small art deco table in the center, illuminated by a large chandelier. On the table is an unfinished game of Mahjong. Attempting <coughs> to mess with the game teleports you back to level two. All entrances are marked with a small copper sign reading, The Beverly Room. <laughs> as one might see in a hotel banquet hall. Oh, yes. Second area, simply known as the boiler, is a series of large cobwebbed, cobwebbed hallways with high ceilings and stained plaster or concrete walls. This area contains many barred-off areas with large pieces of machinery. 
and the long corridors are hot and dry with the scent of smoke in the air. Pipes till the nineteen thirties. Pipes and exhaust valves from the earliest 20th century line some of the walls, and some of the larger rooms have the roaring 20s area finishings and details. Uh, There are currently three reported early 20th century elevators within the boiler, and it is advised to avoid avoid them at all costs. Lots of living statues live in level 5. So if you see one while exploring, exploring the boiler, then make sure to get out of there as soon as possible. If you keep eye contact with them while you run, they won't catch you. So as because long as... they can't move if you're looking at them. Mm. But what if two are across from each other? What do you do? Die. Die. Mm-hmm. Um, as mm. with all the levels, there's a buzz of iridescence uh, constantly when uh, people have reported feel- hearing the sound of faint big band swing jazz music mm. and distant party chatter. Roaring 20s. Mm-hmm. Inf- there, it is known for its infamous mysterious whispering and unseen presence. And then uh, you move on to level six. And level six is what is it? The thalassophobia? Come on. <laughs> Lights out. So it's dark in there. Expansive complex of interminate size made up of metallic walls and brick floors. Why do you keep doing Brick that? floors? Mm-hmm. They got money. They got money, Helen. Uh, the entirety of level six is shrouded in complete darkness, and thus far, no sources of light have managed to create any light in the level. Due to the darkness of this level, it is difficult to sufficiently take photographs of it. It is presumed to be infinite. Mm. Throughout the level, numerous pieces of metal pipes can be found that transport to an unknown transport an unknown heated liquid originating from an unknown source. Auditory hallucinations are frequent and uh, ranging from rushing water to indecipherable voices ring- ringing through the piping. It's believed that level six may be uh, able to influence one's perception of reality, resulting in a symptoms of paranoia and derealization. I mean, yeah, if you can't see a damn thing, of course. Sensory deprivation. Yeah. Uh, Despite there being no uh, tangible threats, level six is regarded as being one of the most dangerous levels in the back rooms. And a significant portion of the wanderers that enter it lose their sanity or do not return to any of the other levels of the back rooms at all. Mm-hmm. And then there's level seven, the flooded house. Was Why do you Harvey? keep fucking doing that? These ads a, pop up. That's a bad joke. Whoops. Yeah, I know. I heard it. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Flooded house. Uh, unique in that it is a vast expanse of water that appears to stretch on endlessly, making it a lifeless ocean. Water is still, rather than being uh, salt water or fresh water. Uh, nobody has fully explored it. Currently known that it is potentially the only room of level seven is not flooded. And uh, what is currently known is that the first and potentially only room of level seven is not flooded and has uh, the usual fluorescent lighting. The room has a thin layer of water on the bottom and is strangely skewed from the rest of the floor. Uh, the single door opens to show the surface of the water from a top-down perspective, and the room is seemingly rotated horizontally. 
So you walk onto the water and then you like shift down. So the water's on the wall and you are also on the wall? No, you're walking forward and then all of a sudden it looks like you're going to drop into this water and the the walls come up the, the way it normally would look like in a flooded house. Mm-hmm. And then you just like walk down. Mm-hmm. Into uh, the water. Mm-hmm. Um, the gravity still works to keep one's feet on the floor, like in the first room, and then the gravity switches and it pulls you upright so that when you, if you were to look back, then it would look like you would fall down. Mm. Uh, the water has been reported to be very cold and is generally unadvised to enter. The floor of the, uh, ocean is made up of carpet hardened by a thick layer of tar, uh, several skeletons, including an almost humanoid figures and massive fish little else is known about the depths of the water aside from the endless expanse of tar and bones the level poses a significant barrier into the future exploration of level eight and onward and level eight is the caves Mm. and i think that one would be the most terrifying for me besides dark the completely dark one yeah uh, so it is an uh, expansive cave system with numerous spider-like en- entities. Uh, it's pitch black without proper lighting sources. There's many nests that the spider made, spiders made, most inhabited by small venomous spiders and massive king and queen spiders. King spiders of these colonies are fortunately not venomous, but the queen spiders are highly venomous and most die within a minute of a spider bite, though it's just speculation. Um, there have apparently been no human explorations of it. So I don't know how we know about it, but we do. Uh, large. <laughs> Are we sure it's not just made up? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> uh, large clear pools can be found in dead ends of the caves, and these pools are highly dangerous as anything that enters them gets torn apart and dragged down by humanoid, humanoid tar black hands. Another type of nest found on level 8 houses Franken-spiders, a dangerous mutation of spider that regenerates through a gland found in its chest cavity. Certain areas of the cave have what is presumed to be almond water dripping from the stalactites on the ceiling. (laughs) Some areas of level 8 are inhabited by small brown spiders, which are unique to the back rooms. These spiders are found in nests guarding large egg sacs, which contain over hundreds of newborn spiders. Male spiders are not particularly poisonous and only around a foot in length. However, females can grow to be up to a meter long and have a potent poison which is, which is added uh, has the added property of wiping the memory of a human and are aggressive when hunting, which is the only time when they leave the nest uh, and when they are near their young. One bite is enough to paralyze a human, at which point they will eat their prey alive over the period of a day or two. Other than the spiders, the back rooms inhabit entities inhabit this cave system as well however they steer clear of the spiders who seem to be the apex predator of this area hmm and those are the first nine levels interesting and then it goes way out there can we get to the other 900 no no oh i mean we we can is that not this podcast (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) would you like me to talk for another four and a half hours let's do it no i'm just kidding um i think that there were um that there was someone who was high on something. Ketamine. I don't know that you, that you hallucinate during he- ketamine. I would know. 
I've never been on ketamine. Uh, they were high on something like acid, or uh, uh, LSD is acid. Um, and they wrote this because they saw these different visions. Um, and then I think someone else read this while they were on acid, and they were like, yeah. And I think I fell through a wall into this next part, and then they wrote that. Um, and then similar I mean, things happen for the next 900 levels. Lots of people, everyone, pretty much everyone in the world, I would say, would say they've seen like a door that doesn't make any sense or a window that doesn't make any sense or dead-end hallways. Yes. Those are supposedly no clip points into the back rooms. Mm. I guess the stairways in the woods stairways in the woods mm-hmm. you know you are going up a, a a staircase and then there's a door here but there's also like a, a door up here mm-hmm. and then you can continue to go up you would think what it's for like electrical access or something attic space attic space but what if it isn't there's a door in my closet should i go through that i would love you to go through that okay never coming back I'm so blessed. Honestly, I have that little space and I'm like, where does that go? Because exactly. I mean, it's like on the side of the building. So it's not like there's like direct, like open space right there above me. It's a back room. Yeah, I'm not going to open it. There's already like, I've already killed like 20 spiders in my house and it's been a week. I'm like, why are there so many spiders in this house? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. They're trying to eat the mosquitoes inside my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that. It's eerie. It is eerie. So There's little... some video games out there if you want to play something like it. Isn't it called Portal? Where it's you, you're. It's a portal. It's basically Portal. Oh God, that scares me. Did he walk by again? Yes. I heard him talking. Can he hear, hear us <sighs> talking? He can hear us talking. Um. Okay. Are you done? Well, I want to tell you about the games. Oh, I guess it wasn't that easy. <laughs> Back rooms. Back rooms. Child. Also, I love the almond water. What, what, I guess just because like almonds have, they're, I mean, they're full of lots of energy and healthy fats. And it's like, that's what you're supposed to eat is the almond water somehow. Well, I mean, it provides nutrition. It, they I mean, leach they into the water. They they have a, a, a large amount of nutrition. They absolutely do. Is it enough for you to survive? Uh, probably not. Probably not. It's called Enter the Back Rooms. It's available on Steam if you'd like. I do have Steam, though. Is it free? No. I'm not going to pay for that. $2.99. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> I could pay for a month but of it Pokemon TV of, for that. It looks like... Uh, no, I don't want to restart my computer. You, you should do it. Moron. You should do it right now. You Update it. Do you remember the Windows screensaver from like Windows ninety eight? Where the pipes? Like, oh no, like the maze. And you oh go, yes, it's. I used to love that. It's that. Oh boy. And you had to find your way through it. Uh huh. And are there monsters in it? Uh huh. I also don't like that either. Do you find other people? Uh, Maybe. 
Indie psychological horror experience about surviving infinity, navigate an endless expanse of rooms, ascend through various levels, gather items and artifacts, avoid going insane, evade glitched entities, and see just how deep the realm known as the back rooms goes. I would probably uh, die and become one of those glitched entities. Yeah, I would not. If I were stuck in level zero, I would just stay there. Uh-huh. Level one, because that's where all the food is, yeah? I would try to stay in level zero. No, there's no, no entities. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and staying in the back room of a retail outlet, love it. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, that's I, what I used to do when I worked in uh, worked at A and M. Somebody be like, "Can you go back and check if this comes in this?" Yeah, and I sure, walk back there. Back. Then you get back there. You just eat food and just walk around and get lost. And then you're just typing in your phone, like, do, 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 what's going on? Mm-mm, yes, Sing okay, songs mm-hmm. to myself. Mm-hmm. And then you walk back out there, like, oh no, we don't have it. Like Sometimes I, told I go back you there before I went to go. Exactly. It's like, no, I think we have it. And they're like, well, could you go check? Absolutely. And then I go back there and talk to my managers, and we just like fuck off and, and be like, 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh God, there's a customer waiting for me. And I walk in. My managers would be like, yeah, that happens. It do be like that. <laughs> yeah. And the people that were asking you to go look think that it's like the back rooms back there. Mm-hmm. Endless hallways. Endless. Uh-huh. And like the back room is really like just giant. This room. <laughs> yeah. This, this, a room this size, but we have too much stuff that's just like stacked up to the ceiling. And you're like, yeah, I'm not looking through that. You have no, like, no chance I'm looking through that. But at the same time, like we worked merchandise which was like t-shirts and stuff so we always wrote the sizes that were on the outside of the boxes so if they were looking for a small of a shirt if we didn't have it fucking stocked on the floor we don't have it like we pay attention to that shit it's when i worked at abercrombie mm-hmm. um well they called the people that worked on the floor models so i was a model <laughs> did you hear your husband laugh at you did he <laughs> no i think he coughed <laughs> <laughs> they had these like rolling inventory shelves so you'd have to like oh that's a-26 uh-huh. a-26 and open them up and then you'd have to it'd be like all the way up to the ceiling but it was like rolling library books and uh library books library shelves <laughs> Anyways, I love to go back there and look at them. I don't just understand what you're talking about, but that's around. interesting. Yeah, we just had like metal shelves that were stacked high with giant boxes because they did it so they could fit more shelves together. That's smart. We didn't do that. It was just boxes. Well, it wasn't Abercrombie, and you weren't a. <laughs> <laughs> do I look like a model? <laughs> For psoriasis. <laughs> <laughs> it's called rosacea, <laughs> thank you. No, no it's it's <laughs> As I'm like picking at this hot spot behind my ear. <laughs> Stop, leave Do me you alone. Have, like a knife I could scratch my psoriasis <laughs> with. <laughs> leave me alone. A butter knife, I don't want to get injured. Mm, no, steak knife. <laughs> serrated. <laughs> Very serrated. Mmm. <laughs> Yeah. No. Uh, ah! uh, so I would like to talk about Thomas Warren Weisenhaunt. Well, I don't want to. And that's our podcast. Good Goodbye. Night, everyone. <laughs> um, this is a story that was all over the place because, first of all, I did not have an easy weekend. Really <laughs> what? Walked by. Oh. It. 
Um, I did not have an easy uh, Wikipedia uh, article to go off of this time. A Wikipedia? Wikipedia. So I uh, took a collaboration of some uh, Murderpedia articles. And so I will be... What was that noise? <laughs> He's mowing the lawn. <laughs> Doing it again. Uh, I will be uh, trying to uh, discuss things. This first part takes a lot of stuff from his sister's... Uh, testimony during his trial uh but it starts talking uh about his childhood so we'll start there so we're gonna talk Let's about over that we don't need that yeah it's a majority of this topic Listen, so everyone has always been a child i don't think it's much different between everyone i don't know this is kind of weird okay we'll okay fine. fine uh it kind of gives me like norman bates vibes like it's a little bit Anyways, so Thomas was born in 1947. No, to... he wasn't. He was born in 1979. No, that's when these crimes happened. 1976, but... Thomas. To- oh. That's a strange. Husband. Thomas. That's a really weird coincidence, because Thomas is not a common name. Thomas? I don't know many Thomases. I think I've met just the one. I've met, like, seven in America? <laughs> in America? <laughs> Stupid. Because that seems like a, a Slovakian that, name. It's definitely not uh, a part of just like our normal culture that we hear all the time. Um pretty sure that's that like strange. old world europe uh-huh anyways go on anyways it's like a uh, a gallic name gallic not from... gaelic gallic oh like from the gauls the gauls <laughs> i was gonna say the ball ba- the gauls visigoths the visigoths yes visigoths. uh the assyrian empire uh, uh hittites sumerians uh uh, uh, Macedonians. Gupta. <laughs> Shit, girl. <laughs> Bring on the Gupta. I've been Gupta. <laughs> Shit, when you told me that, I was Gupta. <laughs> uh, Kmersis. Kmer. Kmer. Empire. Kmersis. <laughs> That's a good one. Looks like Kmersis. Yeah, Kmersis. Mmm. 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 Mm. We are dealing it wheeling and dealing in cultures mm-hmm. on the podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Lots of cultures. Very. Tell me more about this. How is it pronounced? T- uh, t- t- Thomas. But there's a silent H. H. Wow. Mm-hmm. Usually the H is like really vibrant. No, in, my, in it could be Thomas, but uh, yeah, this is uh, definitely an old world name. No, I thought it was Thomas. <laughs> Yes. Uh, he was born in 1947 to a domineering mother. Great year. Mm. Yes. That was full of uh, things for people. Uh, who would oftentimes beat her physic- beat or- and or physically assault her uh, weak alcoholic husband and encourage her children to do the same. I feel like this is a Tom and Jerry episode. That's what it sounds like. Um, so during Thomas's trial later, his sister testified that 
Tommy, as he was uh, known in the family, slept in the same bed with his mother until the age of seven, and the same room as her until the age of 16. Uh, apparently, after Tommy was born, Emma, who was his mother, halted any sexual relationship with her husband and never let him in her bedroom again. Uh, his father would uh, get drunk on moonshine, classic Alabama, because that's where they are. They are in... Uh, Beauregard, Alabama. No. Pritchard. Pritchard, Alabama. Uh, and he would. Uh, his father would sneak into the bedroom to try and seduce her while he was drunk on moonshine. Apparently, this would set her into a rage. Uh, and She'd then they ha- beat the shit out of him. She would. And the household would erupt into a brouhaha. That's my word. I did not copy that. I wrote that. Brouhaha is like a... Is mayhem. Rip-roaring good time, though. No, not always. It's chaos. It means chaos. Mayhem. Chaos. Brouhaha. A loud ruckus. A state of commotion or excitement. A hubbub. Excitement doesn't mean good. Doesn't mean bad. It just means chaos. Okay, anyways. Um, but how much was that word? Uh, that was a pretty good word. 4.5 million? Wow. Look at me. I'm rich with fake money. <laughs> fake word money. <laughs> yes. So this was when she would encourage the children, to, yes, please, uh, to also throw, yes, please, to also throw shoes at him. So throw some shoes at she, 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 he's he a would, fucking moron. he's a fucking moron and he's, uh, trying to have sex with me, segs with me. Um, so she would kick him out and there's a whole nonsense. Uh, so there would be apparently like tremendous, uh, amounts of just like, uh, fights between her parents, uh, as, uh, the sister testified. Um, her father usually got the worst of it. Uh, she said, I can remember a lot of times when my daddy was all bruised up. I'll have to say it in an Alabama accent. I can remember when lots of times when my daddy was all bruised up. I don't tell any difference. Was the accent different? No. 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 Uh, I can remember many times I would tell her, I would say, Mama, please leave him alone. Come on back and leave him alone. But, you know, she always told us, your daddy keeps you from having anything because he drinks all the time. And I was convinced that was the case, and I always defended her. That sounds exactly like a normal thinking voice. (laughs) Apparently their mother's wrath uh, was basically reserved for the husband only. Uh, Towards Tommy, she was... Uh, she was overprotective. She wouldn't let him really enjoy himself, uh, which created quite the spoiled brat. So, um, of course, she took care of basically him and the other three kids were just kind of like cast aside. Uh, Tommy was apparently a mild-mannered child until about the age of 12, uh, so he hit puberty. Um, and then he began acting out in fits of violence and rage, sometimes even turning on his mother. So... Stevens, uh, the the uh, sister, uh, said that one night in 1963 she was making candy when she heard what sounded like backfire of a car but turned out to be a gunshot. An elderly, elderly woman next door had been killed. Uh, Pritchard Lawman found the murder weapon in an empty lot next door to the Wisenhunt, Wisenhunt home. Uh, Tommy was an instant suspect. 
uh, because by then he and the Pritchard police had a history. So he was apparently involved in several like purse snatchings, uh, minor assaults of young girls, uh, and amongst other crimes and mischief. Uh, but he had never been formally charged with any of those offenses. So basically, the police were always just like, "What are you, you kids? What are you getting into?" Uh, and he was apparently always into everything. So um, that was his history with the police. Uh, she continues by saying, they came to the door and asked how long Tommy had been there. And my daddy said that he had been there all night. She had recalled, recalling the Pritchard shooting. Uh, I went along with mama and daddy that he was there. But then the officer still took Tommy away. Uh, police later reported the teenager was exceedingly indifferent about the death of the 72-year-old woman. So apparently he was just like, yeah, she died, whatever. Like... <laughs> 70-year-olds be dying. People do be dead. Uh, do 72-year-olds just be dying with a gunshot wound and with a gun that's right next to your house somehow? Natural causes. <laughs> she just died. They just Sorry. get a bullet in them. They're just old. They just get bullets. <laughs> they eat enough peanut butter mm. that has lead shavings mm. in it, of course. And then it forms a bullet. Do you remember that trend in the like mid 2000 14, 15, uh, they almost said 2010s. No, mid 2010s. Yes. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. That's, uh, that's accurate. Oh, we're so old. Um, that was the teens or the aughts. No, the aughts. That, the aughts is we the zeros. Yeah. What the teens, I guess. Yeah. We're living in the 20s. This is the 20s. The 2020s. This is roaring 20s. The roaring 20s. See, and I was all excited because I literally was like, I should throw a, a New Year's Eve party for, like, nine, 2019 going into 2020. Uh, little did we know that 2020 would just be an absolute shit show. Honestly, I feel like the past, like, year and a half of my life just, like, wasn't a thing. hasn't happened. Because yeah. like I look back and I'm like, oh, well, I was 26, 27. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm literally almost 30 now. Like, where has life gone? It hasn't. There's, There's nothing. Nothing wrong with me. <laughs> Dirty. Dirty. <laughs> oh no. Uh you look like the uh that drag queen that was on Canada's drag race as a judge to the beauty contest. Charlie Hines. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. The yes. answer is yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, should we? Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, no, I told you to give me Mongo. I opened this already. Whatever. I don't <laughs> think we'll get any further than that. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was just letting you have it for uh, a rainy day, if you will. <sighs> oh, that hurt my ear. <laughs> I should probably. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm the one falling apart. <laughs> I'm old. What can I say? It's happening. Uh, I hurt my ear while taking a breath in. Uh, my back is busted. Busted. I can't wait for you to actually turn 30. Things are going downhill for me very quickly. Do you have gray hairs? I don't, actually, surprisingly. Not that it, not any that I found. And you know I live a very stressful life by my own doing. I have some gray hairs. I've it's because you're a mother blonde. now. Well, yes, I know. 
But that's not it, because I've been dying individual hairs on my head. Mm-hmm. Gray. <laughs> oh, look at this gray hair. I just dyed it. <laughs> People are like, oh, he, he's so stressed out. Look, he has a gray hair. And he I just... Go, <laughs> little do they know. <laughs> it's a commercial. You just take a little bit of baby powder and just, like, take one hair and just, like, turn it white right there. And oh, like... no, it's a semi-permanent. <laughs> semi-permanent. Yeah, because I can wash it out. I don't want people oh, to think I'm God. old forever. Uh, I thought about going as male Nurse Joy for Halloween, but in a dress still. So I was thinking about going to get hair dye that turns my hair pink. Like that, that hair chalk from uh, get the Hot spray. Topic. Ooh, the spray. Yeah, just like spray paint my hair pink for a day. Yeah. As long as it actually washes out. I don't think I should do pink for uh, going to work. <laughs> going, <laughs> going to, to work. work. <laughs> uh we, we're going to a Halloween party now, as of a couple hours ago, and we don't have a, co- a costume. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to go like this. Boo. I'm scary. <laughs> I'm just going to wear a, a fuck ton of eye makeup. There you go. You can wear those like, masks again. I'm gay. <laughs> I have things to do. I'm a mother. Um, Alejandro doesn't have a costume either, and he w- was uh, scheduled originally... On Sunday night, and then he moved the his boss moved his shift to the morning, so he can go out with us now. Um, and excuse me, uh, he's like, I don't have a costume, so he's like, I'm gonna dress as Catwoman. So I said, How are what are you what are you gonna wear? And he goes, I'm gonna draw whiskers and he, put on ears. He literally said, I don't ha- I don't I don't have anything. I'm like, Oh my god! So then I have that like drag costume that's like that black suit. He's basically the same size as me, just shorter. Um, so I was like, Just wear those. <laughs> uh, he's much skinnier. Much skinnier. He's very tiny and you're very wide. <laughs> he can wear my pads, okay? <laughs> well, I think it's going to have to be more than pads. He can wear the pregnancy belt, too. <laughs> Take the cushions off of his couch and put them in there and then maybe it'll be okay. It'll probably fit. Uh... But if that's the case, he should just go as a blimp. Honestly. Uh, so then I was like, okay, just order the mask off of Amazon, because I think he gets, like, two-day shipping for that, uh, and then he has a cat suit, because I'm like, don't spend a ton of money on a costume that, like, you're gonna wear one time. I have costumes that I wear multiple times, like this Nurse Joy costume that I'm gonna wear. Also, if my back heals quickly, uh, CrossFit is doing a, like, workout on Saturday, and I'm thinking about going joy to this straight event to work out in this costume. CrossFit? I thought you guys said cross Cross dressing. But also, I want to, like, if it gets hot, because the dress, it's, it's a very, like, thick material. It is a tearaway. So I have that Team Rocket shirt still. Not the crop top, but an actual shirt. And I'm thinking about taking that off and being like, look, I'm Team Rocket now. I think and it, everyone's going to be like, why did we let him join this gym? 100%. Why are we letting him pay money to be here? <laughs> Get, Get out. Get him out. <laughs> Get this homosexual out of here. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so Tommy. <laughs> uh, so yeah. He, did, he was in the police custody. He didn't care about this woman. So uh, a family minister went to go visit, the, visit Tommy in jail. Uh, and he apparently later told his sister, like, your brother's... Uh, Fuck. Your, your your brother's a very sick young man. And that's all he said to her. Well, maybe there's more, but whatever. Uh, she said that she returned home and related, uh, related, related, relayed 
the minister's words to her mother. And her mother said, what do you want me to do? And she said, uh, her mother responded with, uh, I don't have any money. I don't know what to do. So she did nothing. Her mother was like, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked Solid up. Solid choice. We understand that he's fucked up. All right. Uh, so the Pritchard police captain also testified in court years later that his uh, department recommended that Tommy Weisenhunt got psychiatric help, but the mother and father poo-pooed the idea is what he said. Oh, I love poo-pooed. I love whenever they say poo-pooed. Like, girl, just say shit. <laughs> shit talk the idea. They just shit idea. on my idea. They poo-pooed it. What are you, is God protecting you because you didn't say shit? They are. They're going to heaven. All right. They're going to hell. Uh, fucking moron. They apparently they said that they didn't think there was anything wrong with their son, according to him. So that was that. And apparently he washed his hands of it and said, "All right, well they did what they can." Uh, psychiatrist also eval. There's a whole bunch of paragraphs about the psychiatrist uh, evaluation. There's lots of psychiatr- psychiatrists, as there are in any sort of Myrtle, murder, Myrtle, Myrtle, Myrtle Ginsburg, um, uh, any sort of murder trial. Uh, and they were just like, yeah, he had dependency and he was being spoiled uh, and overprotected and that he didn't fully develop. So they basically were – this whole article was from the psychiatrist's uh, perspective. So they were trying to analyze him and trying to explain why he did what he did and trying to say that his parents were uh, the um, – catalyst the catalyst for for what happened i mean they said that he was over overly protected and that he apparently created like a um uh resentment towards his mom for like overprotecting him and but at the same time i think he also thought that he was invincible that he could basically do whatever and his mom was going to be there to protect him which she was she i mean he went to jail and she was just like all right like, he didn't do anything wrong. Why is he there, you know? Uh, I mean, he possibly killed that old woman. I mean, we don't know. Uh, but, like, I don't know. The the psychiatrist, the, the, especially the main psychiatrist that, like, was uh, most prevalent in this article, uh, I assume had to be on his side because he also uh, said that he possibly suffered from temporary insanity but also knew what he was doing and i was like so that's not temporary insanity he knew what he was doing i don't know sometimes i like these situations and i'm like you guys are nutcases anyways (laughs) so on the night that he killed his last victim uh, surprise uh following a birthday party for his daughter (laughs) weisenhunt uh dropped his mom off at the same uh clark street home where he was where he was uh his childhood home. Um, within hours, he was uh, he had kidnapped, raped, and shot a 23-year-old convenience store clerk named Cheryl Lynn Payton. Uh, the record... Why? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A convenience store clerk? Yeah. Was um, he robbing them? No. Hold on. <laughs> the record shows that neither money nor sex appeared to be the actual driving forces behind the slayings. So just psycho, psycho mm-hmm. psychotism. Yeah. Psych- yeah. Uh, Weisenhunt admitted raping only one out of the six women he was known to have attacked, which was the last one, which was Peyton. Uh, other than a wristwatch he had removed from a mutilated body in April of 1976 and gave to his wife as a present... He took nothing else from his victims but their lives and some of their body parts. He didn't take much. Just their lives and body parts. Which ones? 
I don't know. Tongues, we don't know. ears, nose. Uh, this particular uh, victim, he took one of her breasts. Ah. <gasps> oh. uh, but the other victims, I do not know. We do not know much information from this. I would uh, imagine it would be breast all the way around then. Yeah, probably. But Something... what do you do with them? I don't know. I don't. Uh, revenge and passion also did not play a part. Uh, the medical expert suggested he did not know his victims, and once he had them under his control, he hardly spoke to them at all. One of the psychiatrists that was trying to break him, trying to understand him, uh, said that Weisenhunt's acts against two of the women were done with no words and in silence or on an infantile, even pre-speech level. So he probably just, like, muttered like single words to them according to the psychiatrist where he basically just was not uh, mentally present i guess is what they were trying to get at uh after they were dead he spent hours cutting up their bodies as he idly sat smoking menthol cigarettes and drinking beer almost certainly in silence so it was almost just like he just was decompressing decompressing after doing his his high pressure situation uh once behind bars weisenhunt's compulsions apparently did not die overnight if they ever did was one of weisenhunt's jailhouse visitors reported seeing pictures of playboy models in the intimate uh, intimate in the inmates possession uh which at first i was like oh i mean he's got to drag out to something you know whatever then the next sentence i was like oh Oh, never mind. Uh, these slick paper images, like two of his victims, had been sliced and disfigured. So he basically took Playboy models and then sliced them in ways uh, so that they were messed up pictures. Uh, no psycho. Oh, he's a model. <laughs> that's what happened now the world knows that you're an amber crombie model uh, that's what they called them mm-hmm. and i was one because i did that mm. and i deserve recognition uh-huh <laughs> they also took our pictures and they would had to send them to corporate like often like you had to take your picture often, yeah. To, were they like in is case he, they wanted to use you for? Your they're like, are you hands. hot? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! And I was never called, <laughs> <laughs> but I was a model. Mm-hmm. Do you do you just do you ever just hate genetics? <laughs> I often think about why. I love myself so much. <laughs> and why other people are disillusioned and don't love me as much as I love myself. 
I think you border on the idea of... Uh, Have you ever heard of narcissism? Yes. I love that. Uh, psychotic narcissism. No, no. Not psychotic. Oh. Unhealthy. Unhinged. How about that? I'm so unhinged. <laughs> but that's all the rage of 2020. Being unhinged. It's 2021. <laughs> If you're not unhinged, get, get there, one, bitch. bitch. <laughs> That's also valid. Uh, so no psychologist and honestly no one ever could ever find out why he killed. He never – they never found out, like, what was his motive, why he wanted to, what he felt like doing. Um, he repeatedly told investigators shortly after his arrest for the murder of his last victim that he did not know what he did. Uh, he even asked asked them why. Uh, psychiatrists who later interviewed him reported him being annoyed and clammed up when they broached the killings and mutilations. So he was like, "Stop talking about me killing uh, why, people. Why is this important? It's like because you fucking killed people, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So uh, full summary of the events because I could not gather a full like timeline of everything. Um." Weisenhunt abducted 23-year-old Cheryl Lynn Payton from a convenience store where she worked as a clerk. Uh, he drove her to a secluded wooded area in rural Mobile County. Uh, Mobile County, sorry. Uh, raped Mobile her. Phone. Yeah. Uh, raped her on the front seat of his pickup truck and then shot her in the head one time with the 32 pistol he used in the abduction. The murder took place in a field near the truck. He then dragged her body into the wooded area and left the scene. The next day, Weisenhunt returned to her body, cut off a large section of her breast, and slit her abdomen. He was observed near the crime scene and was captured shortly thereafter following a chase. Once captured, the defendant freely gave a detailed confession wherein he not only admitted to the killing and mutilating of Mrs. Payton, but also the killing and mutilating of two other women in Mobile County during the previous 18 months, Venora Hyatt and Patricia Hitt. Weisenhunt later pleaded, pleaded guilty to the killing of both women. Uh, he was on death row for 32 years and was put to death in 2010. Um, so he, there was no information about his uh, previous two killings, uh, or at least not much from what I could gather. Um, but yeah, they apparently died, and he apparently had, uh, assaulted three other women, uh, but he was not even put on trial for the possible killing of that older woman as well so i mean there's a number of possibilities of just like victims that are out there that were either assaulted or killed by him and were just never found um and he never really admitted to that uh so I don't who knows know. who knows uh apparently after venora hyatt and patricia hit had been killed uh there was an investigation that was opened about a possible serial killer that was out there um and they had apparently like insulted him on television where it was like uh or not television but like in in the press Reports. where it was like it's a, a weak feeble man that probably has a domineering mother and a uh absent father or weak father uh and like spot on it, it was it was spot on it was exactly like exactly spot on for what he was uh and so i think that probably just only like further insulted him as a person and uh I mean, it, it was true, uh, so it led to his capture, I think. I think he got sloppier, I guess, if you will, 
and that's what led to him wanting to be captured, I guess, or being captured. So that's what happened to him. Um, yeah, so he's dead. Oof. And I mean, we've already talked about our opinions on the death penalty, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He killed three slash possibly four slash possibly more uh, people. And it's like, you are a terrible human being. True. And I mean, it, it also goes to show you that, uh, I, and I, and this is not the reason, you don't raise a serial killer. But at the same time, there was not a healthy um, relationship with a lot of people in his life growing up. And so I think that only uh, exacerbated some of his uh, actions. Not necessarily making him a serial killer, but making him not a healthy, individual. mentally stable individual. Exactly. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Have you seen that meme? Yeah. No. She's been doing it for years. No. The Dune. Oh, how you do. How you yeah. Dune. Blue eyes. <laughs> Just her. How you Dune. <laughs> I don't know anything about the movie. Me neither. There's just worms, apparently. And there's a Stephen King book uh, called Dune. And I don't know that they have anything to do with each other. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never read End that. End of story. Okay. I don't want to elaborate further. We are not I just, going to talk about it. I just wanted to be vulnerable for a second. Vulnerable. 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 And you then know, close back down. You know what we can talk about? Gay, gay stuff! I want to talk about our sister podcast. Let's talk about gay stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff is back in full swing, mama. They are out here telling us about gay history, Los Gibbities history, LGBTQ plus history. Uh, so they will be talking about um, whatever is going on in gay history for the past two weeks because we are doing every two weeks now. Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, That's yes. B in LGBTQ mm-hmm. bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Uh, so uh, I am now a re- reoccurring uh, cast member on uh, the Los GBDs podcast. Uh, so you can always listen to my voice on uh, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff as well uh, and listen to us talk about some gay history and Kiki connect uh, over there with us. So that's let's talk about gay stuff.com. Let's talk about gay stuff at uh, Facebook and Instagram and talk gay stuff on Twitter. Let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Yes. 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 Um, of course, we would love to talk about our, our dear friend's daughter that we don't like to see and we don't. Well, she's, 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 She's awkward. She's just gross. She's, I don't like her. <laughs> she smells like asparagus. She smells like asparagus <laughs> and dog treats. <laughs> That's our spoopy podcast. Our Rupee podcast. Our Rupee podcast. Yes, we're on our spoopy podcast. Our Rupee podcast talks about the latest and greatest in televised drag competitions. Currently, um, the hosts are uh, figuring out the meaning of life. Doing the least. <laughs> and um, they're doing that. But. We're living our lives. 
They are um, going to get back to you soon. We're watching all of the drag stuff, and we will update you momentarily. momentarily. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our Rupee Podcast at ourrupeepodcast.com, our Rupee Podcast on uh, Instagram. And that's it. And that's all. <laughs> but you could also send us an email at ourrupeepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we would love to thank our um, original sponsor. Our OG main, our bro. Well, I don't like that you've done that. Oh, okay. I don't, don't care for that. And also, I didn't pull up the right email, so I'm stalling. Okay, well then what if I said we'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy works. Yeah. And scene. I still love whenever you go. Big bone. I didn't know that a B starts with an M. It does. <laughs> Apparently. It goes up, down, up, down. Mm-hmm. Big bone. Wait, hold on. A B is a sideways M with a line under it. No, because the M has points. A cursive N. No, an M is round. No. A capital M has points. I am. Does that mean we should tell them to get, get spoopy, spoopy with it? it?